Welcome back to Mr. Lopez's Neighborhood Podcast. Um, this next guest I have on um, is a product supply manager at PepsiCo. Um, she's not a former student, but se- several of her relatives have attended Sparks Middle School. Um, great, you know, group of people that have attended um, Sparks. I've got to know them well, and they've always spoken really highly of her. Um, this uh, individual has just really overcome adversity and just super successful, motivated, um, really inspiration for our students. So it was great having her come on and present for our Motivation Monday to our students. Um, her name is Tzal Dimas. Uh, she has a bachelor's in science and industrial engineering, engineering from Cal Poly Pomona and a minor in statistics. So um, you're going to hear her story. Hope you enjoy. Um, so good morning. It's Al. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just, you know, work. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thank you for being here. So, um, thank you for being here. It's Al. Um, can you let everybody know what company do you work for? So right now I actually work for PepsiCo, uh, one of their branches. So I'm working for Frito-Lay. So uh, we are in charge of making all the chips that you buy. Like you go into Walmart, you see Doritos, Munchies, Hot Cheetos, Lay's, um, basically those. And then um, we also make, we have other plants around the country that make different types of chips, like the popcorn, uh, smart food, um, just everything basically. Good, good. So your degrees in industrial engineering, how does that apply to working for uh, your company? Yeah, so um, for industrial engineering, industrial engineering is like the engineering that uh, it's not necessarily all about um, like either computers or machinery. It's more of the business side of engineering. So uh, if you do like... um, the hard maths, the hard sciences, physics, but you're also a little bit in between uh, wanting to be a manager, wanting to be a boss uh, of some place or something. Industrial engineering is definitely that degree. So when I came into PepsiCo, they actually hire mostly engineers uh, just because I guess we're able to problem solve on the spot. Uh, So they definitely just need problem solvers that can uh, give input on different like improvements for processes or or different improvements on uh, any tech or anything like that. So that's what industrial engineering is pretty much. Very cool. Um, What do you like most about your job? It said, I think what I like most is uh, the people that I work with. Um, Not like, I mean, the managers, I like them too, but I think I like the people that work here. I never knew that there was so much that goes into making a chip. You know, you just go to the store and buy the chip and then take it home and eat it with whatever you want to eat it with. But I think it's it's more than that. It's just um, amazing, like the whole process of it from beginning to end. I used to think um, potato chips were like fake potatoes, but they're not. They're actual like real potatoes. You grow them. We have farmers that grow our potatoes. We have uh, people that grow our corn. So it's everything from scratch. So it's pretty cool how everything comes together. And then we get the finished product that 
before I used to think it was just something so simple, like, oh, it's just a bag of chips, but it's definitely pretty hard to make. Very cool. Um, it's, uh, is there any perks about your job that you really like? Yeah, um, I mean, chips are pretty cheap. We definitely can um, buy chips here for uh, nothing, basically. Um, right now, it's a little bit different because of COVID and they just don't want us touching a lot of the product or anything like that. But before that, yes, I was able to um, just purchase chips or we have like little different events where you can buy the chips that we made uh, extra for a really, really cheap price. Um, and we have like different events where we can get like, uh, when COVID started, uh, we also own, PepsiCo also owns Aquafina and Gatorade. Uh, so we were able to get some of those products here just to give out to our people so that they can be ready and prepared for um, everything else that was gonna happen after COVID since the stores were closing, nobody knew what was gonna happen. We were able to give them different chips, different products. We also own Quaker. Uh, so we were able to give them a little bit more of healthy products rather than just chips. Uh, so yeah, that's some of the perks. They get a little basket every now and then. Nice. So you working for PepsiCo, can you like go and work for these other companies for like Quaker, Aquafina, like yes. have those opportunities? Yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons that um, I decided to stay with this really big company, because if I decide, we basically have a location in the whole world. So if I decide to move, um, I don't know, to New York, we have a location there. It's not necessarily for Frito-Lay, but we do have it for Quaker, Gatorade, Aquafina. We own uh, Stacy's uh, Pita Chips. Um, we also have, um, what else do we own? Mountain Dew, um, all, we, Bear. There's like this new brand of like really healthy chips. Um, that you can technically uh, buy like at Trader Joe's. I think, no, not Trader Joe's. I think it's more like Whole Foods um, where there's just like coconut chips, apple chips and stuff like that. So I guess they're part of the whole business. Yeah. Great. Um, is we're, we're not gonna tell your bosses, but is there anything you dislike about your job? <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, one thing that I do dislike is that um, it's, it's, I mean, I've been here for three years, uh, so I'm definitely still trying to keep up with the whole work-life balance of things where some days are busier than others, and some days I, I'm just like, you know what, I need to go home. I, I'm not going to be able to finish my work. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's the biggest one, that work-life balance. It's definitely a lot of work, uh, a lot of long hours. So just trying to manage your work and your um, just uh, life after work, it's, it's pretty challenging uh, sometimes, some days. You just have to prep and manage your time wisely, I guess. Very good. What, what led you to get a degree in industrial engineering? It's, uh, and where did you attend college at? So um, brief story, when I was younger, I actually, I grew up in La Puente my whole life. So uh, I grew up in the projects of La Puente, actually. Um, I didn't really have anybody around me that, I didn't even know what engineering was. 
And um, I remember in high school, I always wanted to do political science because in my family, it was like, you're a lawyer and uh, that's probably like the best thing you can do if you're a lawyer. So I started as political science. I got into Cal Poly as a political science major. Um, I didn't really like to write. Um, so those essays were really hard for me just because I would procrastinate like last minute, but I loved math and I loved science ever since I was middle. So um, once I got to college, I just started asking questions around like my friends, people that I met there. And um, I went to Cal Poly, by the way, Pomona. Uh, and I met a lot of engineers and a lot of them were mechanicals. Um, and mechanical engineering is a lot more um, based on um, planes, machinery, um, just tech. You can get more into tech. You can get more into aerospace with that degree. Uh, it's more theory-based, uh, less people-based. Uh, and I actually switched into mechanical engineering uh, because I wanted to work for Boeing or SpaceX and I wanted to, or NASA. That was probably like my first choice. I wanted to get into that field first. Um, but one of my friends was actually an industrial engineer and he worked for, uh, he worked for Boeing as well um, as a manufacturing engineer. Uh, and he told me that he was getting like a management position there. And I think I've always been just that person that I've always been like the lead of the teams for whatever reason, either I get voluntold or I decide that I want to be the leader. So I definitely enjoy um, just being really organized and just in a way telling people what to do. <laughs> so uh, I thought industrial engineering was probably going to be the best uh, engineering degree for me, but it was it was pretty hard because we still have to take the really hard sciences. Um, so I took a lot of chemistry and a lot of physics, uh, which was something that I wasn't used to growing up. Uh, but aside from that, I definitely think I made the right choice on choosing this degree. Um, it's how did, did you go straight to Cal Poly Pomona from high school or did you attend junior college and what high school did you go to? So I went to La Puente High School. Well, actually, my freshman year, um, I went to Los Altos High School because I'm I grew up I grew up in La Puente, but my family, um, everybody, for some reason, they thought the schools out in Hacienda Heights were better, which that doesn't make, there's no difference, you know? Um, so I did go to Orange Grove. I went to Palm Elementary, I went to Orange Grove, and then I went to Los Altos. But it was really hard for me to take the bus. And I was just really, really tired of taking the bus. So I ended up just moving uh, schools to La Puente High School. And once I was there, I graduated. And um, yeah, and then I went straight to a four-year college after that to Cal Poly Pomona. What, what did you do in, at La Puente High School that helped prepare you to get into Cal Poly and help prepare you for college? Like, was there any um, programs or classes you signed up for or any organizations you were involved in? I think that uh, my high school, um, now that I look back or that anybody looks back at like, oh, hey, that's itself, um, they definitely don't... Uh, associate myself with somebody that would get an engineering degree. I, um, I went to La Puente High School and I had all the AP classes. So I took uh, AP Calc, uh, AP Government, um, AP Spanish, uh, Spanish Lit, oh, it was really hard. Um, so I took all the AP classes, but I really didn't hang out with um, 
I guess you can say the people that were really involved in school. Um, I just really liked school and it was just natural for me since I was little. Um, but I didn't take anything and I wish I had um, actually taken, you know, maybe like AVID classes or speech and debate. I just heard somebody talk about that, um, that would better prepare me or that would expose me a little bit more to the different degrees that exist out there because I was completely blinded. I had no idea um, in school. Um, and then I had an actual um, situation, like some family situation where my family was unfortunately a victim of deportation. And um, so I kind of had to grow up like really, really fast. And college was not even like in my path, just because I told myself like, hey, you know what, I'm gonna have to um, work right after school. Like I'm gonna have to pay for a place to live. And I had my sister with me as well. So I definitely didn't even think about college. But I used to have professors, like my pre-calculus professor, he definitely, every time I would slack off, he would just like reach out to me like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, why are, why are you not reaching out to everyone? <laughs> like, why only me? And um, same thing with Mr. Ronquillo, Mr. Menares. I'm pretty sure some of you know who they are. Um, they definitely, Mr. Sanchez, they definitely um, would always reach out and just make sure that I was doing okay. And they, they helped me apply to college. They helped me uh, fill out FAFSA. They helped me just get into EOP. So I think definitely if it wasn't for them, uh, just being involved in my life, I probably wouldn't have uh, gotten into college. I also used to have a, um, a best friend that her family was all about college and they all went to college. So they definitely pushed me and steered me in that right direction. But aside from that and the people involved in my life, um, I didn't really join any clubs or anything that prepped me for it besides, you know, taking those AP classes um, during high school. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. It's uh, um, what would you, what would be your advice for our middle school students? Like what, like how can they prepare now in middle school to be, they want to be an engineer like you and, and what can, what can they also do if they want to like start preparing now to, to get into college, which is, like we've told students at Sparks, this time goes by really quick. So what can they do to prepare now? I think preparing now, um, I'm pretty sure there there are um, like, uh, I'm not sure if Sparks has it, but is there any type of like engineering, uh, STEM type of, uh, I don't know, classes or groups? Yeah, we, we actually have a, a, a STEAM class taught by Ms. Vito. Yeah. We have STEAM and they also have like honors math, but yeah, we do have STEAM. I think that is probably like the start for it. Um, I definitely wish I even had that opportunity to just be part of something like that um, because reality is that once you get to college and um, you know, like everybody knows, a lot of people coming into college know exactly what they wanna do. Um, I didn't. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely a start just so you can just be exposed to those things. Um, I think this also, like you guys are doing a really great job at just trying to get um, speakers on here. Uh, people from, people that look like these that, like, I mean, when I was young, I was, you know, like everybody else on here. So I think just having um, us uh, that we definitely went through the same things or from the same place, um, 
look like them, uh, do things like, you know, become an engineer. That definitely helps as well. But besides that, I mean, we have the internet now and it's crazy. You can Google up just engineering, what engineering does, uh, YouTube videos on what is engineering, uh, different types of engineering. And I mean, I can leave my contact information as well. Um, so just reaching out to the people that you all um, have on here as well. Like, I don't mind, you guys can text me, call me, email me. I'm all about just um, helping um, all these students, like if they wanna get into engineering, like I don't want it to be as hard as it was for me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that's 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 what they can do. Do you think uh, like Science Olympiad would help them out, right? If they're interested in like engineering or the science field, Science Olympiad would help as well, correct? Yeah. Or, or I, I think like for me, when I was younger, um, I definitely just, for some reason I would make flashcards for everything that had to do with math. Um, so, and I kept them forever, even after like I graduated high school. Um, but I think uh, just whatever it is that you like, like if you like a specific subject, um, just do more research on it. I mean, right now that you guys are at home, you guys have like your laptops, you guys have all of that exposure to it. You guys can literally Google it and just find so much information um, regarding that subject and write it down. Like that's what worked for me. I would just write stuff that I just thought they were interesting or fascinating or I thought that I might like and I would just have a whole mess of um, information regarding specific subjects, specific uh, theories, specific things that I just heard somebody talk about. Great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, it's a, you know, we're all going through this pandemic together. Um, you know, there's been a lot of transition, like our students all being on distance learning. How have you been dealing with um, the current pandemic? Oh, man, I think, um, I mean, for me, work was already pretty busy. I think now with the pandemic, I've just had to take a step back sometimes and just, uh, know that I'm not gonna be able to do everything um, on like on time, the same day, every single day. And I'm not gonna be able to um, make everyone happy and do everything that everybody needs me to do um, because there's other factors now. I mean, COVID, even here at work, um, we're dealing with a lot of uh, call-offs, staffing issues. We have to redo our schedules probably like three times, four times more than we had before. Um, we also have unexpected events regarding for COVID. We've had, we can't even pull people to the side and have a one-on-one -on -one with them anymore um, just because we can't, uh, we have to be six feet apart. Uh, we can't have meetings uh, unless it's through Zoom. So it's like little different things like that. I think uh, just taking that step back and realizing, hey, you know what, um, I'm one person. Um, I definitely, I am going to try my best to do everything that I need to do, but at the end of the day, like, I also need some time for myself and um, just schedule that out or even if it's 30 minutes where you're just like, hey, I'm not even going to think about work or anything, um, just so that you can, um, like, refresh yourself and just go back into it at 100%. Um, it's, you know, going into that, um, we've been really speaking to our students about self-care mm -hmm. and, you know, taking care of yourself and, you know, mentally and physically. And I mean, I know, share, share with us all the different things you're involved in this, especially the community organizations that you're involved in the area. 
Yeah, so um, La Puente Runners, uh, we have a running club in La Puente uh, where we run every Thursday. Um, we meet up at different locations. It doesn't really matter how old you are, um, how fast you run a mile, like everybody's welcome. We wait for everyone. We always encourage new people to come in. Um, we have an Instagram page, La Puente Runners, uh, where we definitely can, um, we just meet up and just um, get to know each other and just run. Um, or some people walk. Uh, we also, there's also one in Pomona, there's one in Claremont, there's running clubs like all around. Uh, I also hike a lot here and there. Um, I actually went to a hike yesterday to go see a pumpkin rock in like Norco, California. Uh, so that's another thing that I definitely do. And I just try to stay active such as, um, um, I, I definitely go to the gym Monday through Friday um, after work and I just push myself to do it even though I'm like super tired from work and I have a lot of other things to do. But I'm just like, hey, you know what? This is what's gonna distract me from um, everything else going on and this is what's gonna make me feel better. So, yeah. Thank, thank you. Um, what would be your message for our students today as far as um, like their message and how can friends at this point? Just like a message. Um, I think um, maybe like your advice itself. Okay, you've given you've given plenty of great advice, but just if, you know, if in a conversation, let's say you're—I don't mean like you're talking to Ashley, your little cousin. What would be your advice to her? Hi, Ashley. I'm just kidding. Um, so I think my advice is that um, no matter who you meet what you learn. Um, I know that when I was little, personally, I used to think like, why do I need to learn this? I'm not ever going to need this. And that's what I hear from everyone. I'm never going to use um, this hard math um, in my work or anything like that. And I think that now that I'm older, I really understand that it's not about the actual subject. It's the, the learning process that's important. So no matter what you're learning, whether it's in school or outside of school, who you meet, who you run into, just learn something from them. Um, it doesn't have to be like super in depth or anything, but just learn something. Um, like, like I meet so many different people in, in, at Cal Poly and I just always like to learn about their culture. Like how do they do di like different things? Like what's their favorite? food, even something as simple as that. Um, why did they choose that major? Um, you know, just learn something from everything, from everyone, from everything that you run into, from every subject that you're taught, um, because that just makes you just like this person that's able to, it, it feels good to actually be able to just share some common ground with anybody that you meet in the future. So I think that's definitely what's helped me in my roles. Um, and why I've been able to just like go from like role to role to role because I'm always asking questions. I'm always trying to learn something from everyone. And just that later on, you'll just look back and you'll just think to yourself like, hey, um, I'm pretty well-rounded, you know? Like I know a little bit about a lot and, and that's like a really good thing to be. Just know a little bit about a lot of things because there's a lot to learn and you never know, you're gonna run into something that you really enjoy. Like I never knew I was gonna like running and I just took that, uh, my friend Bobby actually, um, he told me, hey, uh, can I come with me to run? I was like, okay. And then now I'm there like every week 
and I run and I just did a, the Pomona 10k this past weekend and I'm going to train for a half marathon in December. So it's like, you never know what you're interested in if you don't expose yourself to that, or at least ask those questions or just, uh, just, just be present when somebody's talking about what they do or what they don't do. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Sal. Um, she's an amazing person. If you have any questions about careers as an engineer, um, fields in STEAM, um, science or math, you know, feel free to reach out to Sal. Um, she actually shared her con- contact info with all our teachers. She wants to come back and give some more information to our STEAM programs. Um, everyone have a great day and go out there be a good person.